Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Mind. We out here. Sorry. P money. Sorry, L my, money. My colleague just said something unbelievably offensive off air, and I would like to distance myself from those comments. Who? You, Luke Moore. He didn't really. No. Luke Moore on uh, the Luke Beach Show. Pete Donaldson with you as well. It is a Monday, and we're in a green leather-bound room. Rich mahogany table. Rich mahogany table. Um, Pete, that? I'm only going to call you P money from now on. My because you were Donny, you've yeah. been PD. Yeah, I think P Money's the natural next step, the natural evolution Pokemon style. Yeah, P Money. Yeah, how do you feel about it? Uh, well, I mean, my life's work is very much to give away all of my money. Yeah, exactly. Book my flights for America uh, for the Ramble Live tour uh, oh, yeah. last night. Yeah, because I was eschewing the ones that were provided to us because they were not convenient for me. Um, I haven't even got the details about that. No. All right. Well, some they, could, they couldn't move them. They couldn't move them. So I was like, right, I'll book myself. Gosh darn it. Pay your own money. Pay your own way. Pay me your money. Can't um, take it with you, as they say. Big, big news in Luke and Pete world, right? Um, is that on Friday night, obviously, Football Ramble Live did a did a show at Shepherd's Bush Empire. Lots of yeah, fun, yeah, baby. And um, um, Father Moore was there. Yes, I met Father Moore for the first time. Is that the first time? Maybe the, the second time. I think it's the first time you've met him, but it's the first time you've had a beer with him. I think, right? And um, he spent quite a lot of time insulting you, didn't he? Um, he said. Very few words to me. Uh, I said, hello, I'm, I'm, hello, Father Moore. Um, sorry, I didn't say hello earlier. Uh, and he said, you've done quite well for someone with not much upstairs. <laughs> yeah, he did say that, didn't he? Yeah. And, and, he in, ran, and, actually, in that, and in that moment, I found out a lot about Luke Moore, <laughs> I think. <laughs> but the thing is... Why is Luke like how he is? My dad is a lovely man. And he and he rang me. Not at that point. Well, he, he he was carrying himself with the air very much of a man who'd <laughs> arrived in London at three uh, three o'clock and had been in the pub ever since. Yes. But on Sunday morning, he called me to apologise about what he said to you. And I said, <laughs> I said, Dad, don't worry about it. He would have taken it in great spirit. He said, oh, I took the piss out of his haircut, and I told him he didn't have much upstairs, and I feel bad about it. I was why like, would he, if he was that pissed? Why would he remember? I think sometimes people do still remember things, mm. Pete. They're not all blackout drunks like you. <laughs> But yeah, I love being a blackout drunk. But why, why wasn't your dad there? Because he lives in the northeast. He'll be at the Newcastle show. Oh, is he coming to the Newcastle show? Coming one? to the Newcastle show. Brilliant. I mean, he had to really argue the point. I shouldn't have to argue the point, though, Luke. Should Is that I, really? why he should be there? Yeah, sort of saying you are literally the only rambler, rambler dad, rambler parent who's never been asked to come and watch us fucking do stuff. Yeah. So what, did they, what did he say to that? Who's this? He went, I wouldn't <laughs> understand any of it. New yeah. phone, who did this? New phone, who did this? 
He said, I wouldn't understand any of it. I was going, well, you don't, it doesn't matter. It's two hours of your life, Dad. Yeah. Give it up. Give me some of your time, baby. He's normally in bed as well, isn't he, at that point? He is usually in bed. So, I mean, that's probably part of it as well. But, uh, yeah, they're going to come up, stay in a hotel, maybe have a bit of breakfast with them, and then uh, I'll be off. Very nice. Um, my dad doesn't really understand any of it either. He's not really mm. a big football fan, no. but I think they still enjoyed it. Yeah. I did a little dance. <laughs> made a little love made a little love um, down tonight yeah it was a good night people should still um, get tickets now it's about 7 or 8 shows left in this country and then there's 4 shows in the US and Canada ramblelive.com are we kind of halfway through now yeah past halfway in this country we're not past halfway uh, now. I think we will be on Thursday looking forward to doing more shows I, I, you know what it was a bit of a two weeks in I was like wow I don't really know how recording artists do this every night because it's it's really I, I finish and I'm drained completely drained it's exhausting isn't it's pretty it pretty exhausting but um and, you know, how do people fit in drug abuse and alcohol abuse in between well, I that? That's, I think that's why, why um, they do that it. happens. I mean, I, I remember, I don't think I'll say the name of the band because I don't want to get someone in trouble. But a friend the Black of my, Eyed Peas. It wasn't the Black Eyed Peas. Right. A friend of mine managed quite a, a big band. N-dubs. Kind, kind of quite a big, influentially very, very important band if right. you're into that kind of stuff. And... Um, it was, there were five pieces. Can you stop, stop scratching your shoulders? It's unsettling me. Why? What are you, do, what are you I doing? I've got itch. Stop picking at your own skin. It's weird. Why? Just do it later. Um, I'll do what I want. And um, and they, um, he said it was a nightmare because there were a five piece and a couple of them were really into getting pissed all the time. Right. One of them was into cocaine and speed mm. and the other two were into heroin. Just like they, a lot, they, they of, never, lot of managers. Yeah, yeah. They never wanted to do the same thing at the same time for obvious reasons. Yeah. This is just an absolute disaster. It was like impossible. Us. No, not really. In many ways. Yeah, but we don't take any drugs, do we? So it doesn't no. make any difference. We, we, we kind of like our take own a space. Lot of, I take a lot of Sudafed, like uh, Donald do. Trump. Have you seen he's, like got, yes! he's got European strength Sudafed in his bag? And it, no, it's in his drawer, wasn't yeah. it? His drawer was full of Sudafed. <laughs> and the only stuff you can only the stuff you can get in Europe, because apparently it's not available in the US. Yeah, Sudafedrine is very um, harshly um, regulated. managed, regulated, because you can make um, all Speed. kinds of... I think you can make amphetamine out of it. Amphetamine, yeah. yeah. What, what's the one that um, Walter White and all those? Meth. Meth. Like, you can make meth out of some, some, some uh, variant as well. Um, so if you ever try and buy, buy Sudafed in America, it's weaker and it's not as good and you've got to go to a pharmacist and go through loads of hoops. That's why you've got to flip to a methylamine cup. <laughs> but uh, yeah, a very interesting. Like, because he's obviously um, famous for being very sniffy and that's exactly what Sud- Sudafed um, does whenever he does a big speech, he's always yeah. like that, and that's what Sudafed does. It it just it just um, turns all of the snot into very thin, watery uh, fluid. So you're just constantly going, <laughs> basically, to, presumably to unblock your passages. Yeah, but he's taking it for a high because it's just. But I just get into proper drugs, mate. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure that the the, the president's um, doctor could prescribe something a little bit more interesting than. Sudafed for crying out loud. I bet you'd be able to get like quality cocaine. <laughs> well, you'd be able to get like some amazing medicinal nonsense. Yeah. Lovely old job. Um, speaking of methamphetamine, did you, mm. have you seen El Camino? I've not, no. I was supposed to be, I was planning on watching it because I was supposed to be interviewing uh, Jesse. Oh, were you? Aaron he, Paul, that'd be interesting. I've had a few interviews lately that have cancelled. I mean, they've cancelled like company-wide, so Magic haven't got the interview. Uh, Planet Rock haven't got their interview. Kerrang haven't got their interview, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right. Um, but he cancelled. Um, the It cast, uh, It Chapter Two cast cancelled as well. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Why, why don't they like me, Luke? What's going on? How long have you got? How got long Blink have you 92 got? Got Blink One Ninety Two on Wednesday. Have Ugh. you? They're, oh, they're, uh, they're a funny couple of Mimi's favourite. Yeah. Um, El Camino yes, El is. Um, oh, I quite like you to interview Aaron Paul because I like to know what he's like. He seems lovely. I've, I've interviewed him before. He's nice. He's nice. Yeah. Nice chap. Um, he's, oh, he was he he was a bit of a child 
kind of it boy for a little yeah. while. He, he was a child. He hung out with Michael Jackson a bit, weirdly. Oh, did he? Yeah. Um, less said about that, the better. Yes. El Camino, I found, I'm not going to spoil the people, so if you're listening and you haven't seen it, um, well, first I'll give you a quick praise of what it is. El Camino's a van, isn't it? It's a type of car, yeah. Mm. Um, and it's, it's a standalone feature length, I suppose, episode slash movie made, written and directed by Vince Gilligan, who created Breaking Bad. Mm. It's about what happens to Jesse post Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to spoiler it. If you haven't seen it, go and watch it. It's good. But a couple of observations from me that are spoiler-free, hopefully, is that I was fascinated by the tempo and the pace of it and the tone of it. And I'll tell you why. Vince Gilligan, of course, made Breaking Bad and he made Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul is one of the slowest-paced TV shows I've ever seen. Mm. It's more of like a character study show rather than anything that's driven by any kind of discernible plot, in my opinion. And... The reason I found this El Camino interesting in that context is because if you watched the very first episode of Breaking Bad, the pilot, I understand why this is the case because if you want to get a show commissioned, you have to kind of set it up, show people what you're trying to do, pack a lot in, and and it's and it has to be people have to kind of buy into it, right? So I, if you mm. if generally speaking, pilot episodes which then go on to be broadcast pilots are quite action packed and lots of stuff happens. But if you watch that, go back and rewatch that first episode of Breaking Bad. I think it's just called Pilot. The amount of stuff that happens in it in one hour yeah. is unbelievable. It's unbelievably fast. I mean, it's the whole premise of the show, and it's an old show, so I'm not sort of concerned about spoiling this particular part. He finds out he's got cancer. He goes on a he goes on a drug bust with his brother-in-law. He sees a news alert on TV. He finds Jesse. He starts cooking meth. Shit starts going wrong. He buys the RV. All this stuff happens in one episode. Yeah. Now, if you go and watch... Better Call Saul, and in this case, El Camino. It's like it's been written and directed by a completely different person. Mm. But the only thing that's sort of linking it back is, of course, the characters and the setting and, yeah. and, and, and the plot, uh, or the post-plot. I find that fascinating, that someone in that amount of time can completely reinvent and change themselves as a writer and a director. I don't... It's, it's baffling to me. Isn't that what you want to do, though? But you can't... You need to earn that agency. You need to earn that trust from the people who uh, write the checks effectively. Sure. Maybe what you're suggesting, that's what he wants to do all mm. along, but he I couldn't. Think, yeah, exactly. But I don't think it's better, Pete, personally. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, but I, w- I would say one of, I think probably the best TV show in history, probably Mad Men, and uh, that is a very, very ponderous show mm. where nothing happens, so that when something slightly uh, out there happens, you're like, fuck! Yeah. It, you know, you earn the, the the punches, you earn the the, the the big set pieces. I think a lot more. I don't, I, I couldn't really... A man gets his foot run over by a bloody lawnmower. Oh, bang! I, Shit! I couldn't really get with Mad Men. It's brilliant. First few seasons wonderful. I liked, but wonderful. I, I kind of lost interest. For me, um, it's Breaking Bad. It's The Sopranos, and it's The Wire. My faves. Dad, you're such a dad. I'm a dad. Dad in way. Like a dad without any kids. <laughs> um, I was speaking of um, El Camino as well. I'm, mm. I'm Breaking Bad. Robert Forster sadly passed away last week. Uh, famous as the bail bondsman in Jackie Brown. He's yes. nominated for an Oscar for that. He's brilliant in Breaking Bad. Uh, he plays the... Um, Is he very tall? I want to, he look, always looked very quite tall. tall. Amazing face. He kind of yeah. got, he's, he's, in, he's in the Tommy Lee Jones ballpark in terms of face. <laughs> uh, he's in the Twin Peaks reboot as well. Like a really thoughtful actor. Like it's, another, another fascinating aspect of that, he, um, he plays a character in Breaking Bad, a really interesting character. It's, it's kind of a, I call it like an extended cameo, I suppose. And um, but one of the things fascinating is clearly such a brilliant actor, mm. Oscar nominated, 
before he got re kind of rediscovered through Quentin Tarantino with Jackie Brown, he's just acting in B movies. Yeah, it's quite weird that, isn't it? How it's mm. like there for there but for the grace of God go so many different actors. You yeah. could have. I'm pretty sure John Travolta was down and out before he got back with Pulp Fiction, right? Yes, it can kind of happen for actors that way, can't it? Well, you got to be discovered somewhere, but. George Clooney. No, but Travolta's done all this stuff before, of yeah. course. Saturday Night Fever and all the rest mm. of it. And in 93, 94, whenever he comes back with um, with Pulp Fiction. Who are you going to say there? Uh, well, I was thinking like, well, I look at like Mark Hamill. He was doing things like video games, like Wing Commander and the voice of Joker. And then obviously he He's been a voice actor a lot, in, hasn't he? He slides back into Star Wars. He's not been given any other roles in anything else, I don't think. But uh, yeah, very interesting. Yeah, all right. So yeah, well, yeah, check, do check out El Camino. It's worth. It's definitely worth watching. Well, my dad, as my dad texted me at uh, seven in the morning on Saturday, just finished El Camino. I'm seriously thinking about watching the full series of Breaking Bad again. Yeah, um, I think I might be a recovering meth head after one small hit. It made me feel. It made me like fall back in love with the Breaking Bad universe again, and it made me realise that actually Albuquerque. Well, I've never visited it, but Albuquerque is as much a character in that show as any of the actors are. I mean, yeah. the setting to it is so important, isn't it? Where's and Albuquerque? Is that it's in New, New Mexico, Mexico, yeah. Right. And it's just, it's, this is like an absolutely fascinating place, you know. Um, uh, I think that's it from me on TV shows. You've been watching Succession, right? Been bashing through Succession. It's good. I'm about halfway through the second season at the moment. He, he, <clears throat> he did. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realise it was written by the guy who created Peep Show. He did, yeah. Jesse One Armstrong? One of them, yeah, Jesse Armstrong. Is it Jesse Armstrong's Sam Baines? I think Jesse Armstrong's doing his own thing now. Armstrong's the one who definitely one who created mm. Succession. Yeah, I think Brian Cox is a brilliant actor as well. Fantastic. It's uh, um, it's very good. Again, great great cast and nobody is. There's just a. It, it's very rare where um, like literally nobody's a redeemable figure. Is that? I just maybe it just reflects society. No one is likable in that show at all. <laughs> maybe Greg. Greg, yeah, Greg's funny. Greg the idiot. Um, I like the uh, guy who does this kind of accent in it. That's Matthew McFadden. He's brilliant. He used to be in Spooks. Isn't he Darcy? Isn't he Darcy in um, Maybe, yeah, yeah, Pride yeah. of Prejudice as well? He's brilliant in it. He's hey, so um, funny. He's so weird. So, uh... uh He's just but very, then Greg very well has a, quite a similar voice, but it's... Hey, uh, but, uh... Yeah. It's kind of like quite similar voices. It's got a bit of the um, West Wing about it, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, look, have you got any thoughts on any of that kind of stuff? It's hello at lukeandpeteshow.com. We didn't plan to do a little TV special little TV roundup. I like we, a little TV roundup. But we, we, we kind of fell into that. So I'm really, tr- I'm trying to get to see uh, the Tim Heidecker, Mr. America, uh, where he tries to run for district DA, district attorney, I want to say. Um, uh, but obviously he can't because he has no legal background at all. Um, but it's compl- like he announces it. It's this big PR push. You can see it on YouTube, you can watch it on Amazon, you can watch it on uh, iTunes, you can watch it on Google Play. None of these options are available in the United of Kingdoms. Bloody Kingdom. It's a piss take. It's like, um, is it the new Disney stuff, that all of the new... Uh, is he Tim and Eric? Is he Tim from Tim yeah, and Eric? Tim and Eric, yeah. Okay, right. Um, uh, it looks really good, actually. The trailer looks really good. Some of his stuff is a bit hit and miss, but this looks all right. Uh, but, yeah, like, I'm I'm just tired of... Like, like look at um, how Disney has uh, dealt with the Star Wars stuff. Uh, is it... Um, is it the Midichlorian? No. Whatever the um, Boba Fett uh, yeah. set piece uh, show is going to be. Yeah. Um, everyone's very excited about that. Yeah. He's What is he? Is he like... He's, I can't remember. I the word you mean. No, yeah. Not Midichlorian. Midichlorian's a thing in their blood, isn't it? But anyway, Starts with an M. Midichlorian. <laughs> yeah. Either way. Um... He, yeah, all of that stuff's happening, and they're not going to release. I'm fairly certain they're not going to release the new Disney um, Channel Star Wars, Star Wars stuff in the UK 
for like half a year after it comes out in the US. Are you kidding me? If you're a Star Wars fan, you're going to torrent it. You're going to watch it illegally. It's insane. Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Why, why, why do you think they've done that? Just a really old school um, view of how the fucking world works. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I do remember, not know. Back in the night, it used to be all the rage. Like, film. I remember going to the US on holiday with my parents, and like, you'd get a film that wouldn't and, be like, out for nine ages, months yeah. later. You'd, you'd be back in the UK. And you're like, oh, that film! I saw that already. And you'd be like the coolest <laughs> kid in school for about five minutes. Yeah. Then you go back to being bullied again. Um, let's have a quick break, um, and after that, we'll do some emails. Yeah, I took my holidays in Filey in Scarborough. Very little. Oh, can film I just action. say I took. 99% of my holidays in Minehead in Somerset yeah. and my dad got made redundant yeah. we got a bit of money we yeah. spent it on a holiday to Florida yeah. it was a, a recklessly irresponsible thing to do well, I hope he's rude to the Americans over there. Yeah, but now I've got an American wife <laughs> Quality sleep is essential that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. <laughs> Get your hand off his penis! Julian Assange there. That is his penis. That is his business. Don't touch it for crying out loud. Good it to will hear. bite your hand off. Good to hear from Julian. And we had loads of emails about robots uh, this week. Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com. As I keep saying, do not be shy about emailing in. We'd love to hear from you. Um, We talked about robots a week or two ago. Lots of people have emailed in about them and the things that they're already up to. There was a robot chef making omelettes in a hotel in Singapore. Um, There's a band (laughs) called Compressorhead playing Motorhead's Ace of Spades. I've seen them. They're not good. It's actually quite terrifying because they're perfectly in time. Yeah. It's kind of a bit bit weird. And and loads more. Um, Pete, can, I, can I interest you in this quick headline? Go on. 
Do you want to read it out? Yeah. Police robot told woman to go away after she tried to report crime, then sang a song. What more do you want from your police officers? Not dissimilar to actual police officers <laughs> in some in What some song cases. was it? I don't know. And one of the guys who came... Oh, why do birds suddenly appear? You know, um, you know I get really into things, right? Right. It, it just reminded me. At Shepherd's Bush Empire, um, one of the guys who... I don't really know how he was in the bar afterwards because I think it was like a wristband affair, but he was there anyway. Good on him. Uh, nice fella. I think he was called Mark. He was a police sergeant. Mm. And he started talking to me that he was a police sergeant. And so, you know, I, I get quite into stuff. So I just kept mm. asking him questions. Mm. And um, Is this he, a crime? Is this a crime? Yeah. So I was Is this a crime? Touching him there. Is that a crime? <laughs> and uh, I said to him, um, what, what do you, how do you view it when like people swear at you or whatever? Because sometimes right. it's like, he says, it's, to be honest, it's all about context. Yeah. So if you if you sang a song in his face, um, <laughs> then um, perhaps he wouldn't arrest you. But if it was a sweary song, maybe he would. But he was telling me that um, the police. there's an old law that yeah, a pregnant woman can take a slash in his helmet. Is that, that story? It, yeah, he said yeah, it's true. He said yeah, it's yeah. true. And he says what happens is a lot of people when they're out at night or and they're having a bit of fun and there's a pregnant woman there, um, they all they, everyone always wants them to have a photo with the helmet. And he <laughs> generally lets them do it. But but if you if you if you wish to steal his helmet, of course, and then you get, yeah, yeah. get in trouble for that. Um, but anyway, anyway, um, this email I wanted to start with this time around, Pete, is from James. Mm. And it's um, very remiss of me not to follow up on this myself, but James has done the hard work for us. And it's picked up on this from a show uh, a week or two ago. He says, hi guys, big fan of the show, but I wanted to highlight something that I think was unfairly skipped over in the last episode. Off the back of Moe's overloaded email about taking his cat to Italy. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Pete offered the solution of, in quotes, disguising the cat as a dog. Mm. As there was a lot to discuss in that email, I feel this got lost a bit. So I'd like to ask Luke to get Pete to clarify exactly how he'd do this. And if it failed, what other animals would he attempt to pass the cat off as at the border? That's right. from James. So you said you, you, the easy solution to this cat problem is yeah. to disguise the cat as a dog. What are you doing? I would put glue on the cat's nose. Okay, already that's horrific. <laughs> Oi. It would be shiny. Arguably their most important sense. Uh, is it? No, Hearing dogs, and sniff. They, what are the cat? No, cat's eyes, aren't they? No, cat's eyes, what that's, the- I see, now you're in something here. Long distance only. Right. Cats long distance vision is fantastic and night slits. vision is good. That's why sheep's eyes are like wide, cow's eyes are wide, aren't they? So they, close up see. there, yeah, eyes are right. rubbish. So what are you doing with the glue on their nose? To make it look shiny, like a shiny dog's nose. Yeah. Clip their, clip their uh, little whiskers. Um, they, they don't grow back. What? No, they, they can't grow fit, back. Now they Shut up. Now they can't fit through gaps. They're whiskers, come on. Now they can't fit through gaps. Why, is that how they fight, figure out Do you know they fit through gaps? Do you don't know that? What they... A cat's whiskers are exactly the width of their body. Right. That's how they use them to see if they can fit through gaps. <laughs> Just try and get fit. So you'll never see a cat with a dead stuck in somewhere. Well, my cat, put, my cat somewhere. put his head in a hedgehog once and I'd take him to the vet. His head into a hedgehog? And face into a hedgehog, yeah. <laughs> what was he trying to do? He. He. Um, I don't know. Just sniff on it. Sniff it, I Have guess. A little sniff. So you, would, you, would you put, a, would you put a, um, some floppy ears on it? Yes, you'd have to extend the ears... I'm, I, when you sort of think about it, I can't sort of think about. Um, I put some kind of wagging uh, <laughs> device on the tail, little cats, motor. Yeah, because cats <laughs> like a little metronome. I'd attach yeah. a metronome to a, the cat's tail to make it wag. Voice box. Oh yeah, how would you make it sound? No, like it was but listen barking? to me. I haven't got a voice box. So you just fucking keep uh, quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm struggling to sort of see how. Sand dogs... down its t- tongue so it's smooth. No, dogs' tongues are quite. Um, they're smooth, rough. aren't they? Nah, they're rough. I think you find they're smooth. Nah. Yeah, I've been looked by a dog quite recently. Have you? So I have a bit of that. 
tell us more. That. How did you know it was a dog and not my, a cat disguised as one? Well? Exactly, I didn't, yeah. <laughs> in my private life. But yeah, that's, go, that's uh, yeah. There you go, James. I hope that answers your question. Mm, don't put glue on um, cats' noses. Any part of it. Yeah. Wood, of wood it. glue goes clear after a while, so it would look like its nose is all shiny like a dog's. My cat's nose is shiny sometimes if it's been outside. <laughs> it comes up pissed. Yeah. Um, Oh, I got an email from uh, Edward Hello Edward uh, Dear looking Pete Off the back of the KFC gravy tr- uh, chat In the last couple of episodes I thought I'd bring to the table Another worrying peep Behind the service industry curtain We spoke about gravy a little while ago um, Yeah I remember Obviously KFC having like little scraps and stuff In the, in the, in the, the bottom of the fryer All it's, of that stuff It tastes delicious to... But it's apparently horrific Well I had some chip shop curry Baby oh, I love that It is but is it normal to put tiny chunks of fish in there? Because there were definitely tiny chunks of fish in there. So in the curry. It's really interesting you say that because I we we've recently started getting curry sauce from our local fish and chip shop, and I find it goes really well with the fish. Yeah, not just the chips, the dip. Obviously, it goes really well with the fish as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's flavoured in some way. Have with a fish. check. And fish have curry a is a thing. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Have a check in your curry sauce and before you dip chips in it, or whatever, mm. that there is fish in it. Because the person mm. I was eating it with, they, they said no. There's, there's no fish in this. Said, there is this fish. I can taste it. So maybe they do just put scraps in there just to flavour it up a bit. Yeah. Lovely. That's what gravy's all about, right? My mum makes <sighs> her gravy in the meat pan first, yeah, 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 where yeah. she's roasted the meat. So that's obviously getting a lot of meat in there. Decent. Um, Ed Hodge says, um, having worked in the kitchen of a bar belonging to a large and famous chain, I know about the shortcuts that some of these places take. However, the worst I've heard of is in Weatherspoons, where a friend of mine who uh, once worked there told me that the fried eggs are delivered to the kitchen pre-cracked, pre-fried and frozen, ready to be heated up wow. in the microwave. There's no need for that. I don't know how you do it. Like, I know, like, don't McDonald's, they, they get delivered like that? Or are they, maybe they're just cooked in, like, a circular kind of thing so to, to make them particularly uniform, but frozen, ready to be heated up in the microwave. That seems... The thing is... I, I, it's the I'm easiest saying, thing in the world, surely, yes. to, 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 to make a, a, an egg. Out of all the fried breakfast items, also, a fried egg, easiest. Depends on the size of your microwave, mm. but I'm thinking that if you've... It's just laziness, because I th- I'm... I'm I haven't got it. Obviously, I haven't got the details, but I'm going to stick my neck out and say it probably takes about three minutes to fry an egg. Yeah. If you've got a big hot plate, which mm. they will have at the kitchen, yeah, you could do fifteen of them at the same time. Hugely. What's the point of that? <sighs> I, 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 can't, Brexit, I, mean, I can't really figure it out. Brexit Weatherspoons, they hate themselves and they hate you. Don't go in there. Last time I went to Weatherspoons, it made me sick. Why? The what beer were you doing? made me sick. I had three pints in there and it made me sick. I was I actually literally vomited the next day. Lightweight. Uh, <laughs> It was continental strength Belgian twelve percent lager. I didn't poison the mother. <laughs> oh, I've got an email. Uh, Look yes, to round us off. What about this from Joe? This Yo. is a really good one, and it's got so good that um, I give it a go. I've no, written a, I've no. written a little note saying, um, "Is this true? Please get in touch and confirm this because it's mm. uh, no disrespect to Joe. I'm sure he is speaking the truth. Yes, um, but I would like to get this confirmed because it seems mad." He says, "Hi guys, I'm going to go straight into this one." Um, as it's a little lengthy, but there's a place in Idaho known colloquially as the colloquially, sorry, as the Yellowstone Zone of Death. Oh no! And due to the way justice must be served, as stated in the U.S. Constitution, at this location, it's technically possible to get away with any crime. Here's a bit of scene setting: the vast majority of Yellowstone is in Wyoming, but a tiny sliver of land just crosses the border into Idaho, and this is where things start to get interesting. Let's say you do a little murder in the Idaho section. A little bit of the murder. Just a little bit. Oh, a little bit of the murder. Mm. Um, the district court that oversees Yellowstone resides entirely within the state of Wyoming, 
even though your murder location is in Idaho. And this is the crux of the quirk. If you're caught, which shouldn't bother you because you can't be convicted, you'd be arrested and taken to Wyoming to be tried. The US Constitution, however, demands that any trial should be held in the state where the crime itself was committed, which in this case should be Idaho. So you demand your constitutional right to be tried back in Idaho, where they then take you because it's your legal right. A local jury would then be called up, but herein lies the next problem. Mm. The Constitution states that an impartial jury of the state and district wherein the crime should have been committed is required. In this case, the state is Idaho, but the district is Wyoming. Wyoming is therefore eliminated, and all jurors must be called from the small 50-mile square region of Idaho. For you, the murderer, this works out very well, because zero people, no one, live there. It's federal land, no one's allowed to live there. Right. Therefore, unless you allow them to try you in Wyoming, which you don't have to do, you legally cannot be tried at all. That's insane. All the best and happy murdering, Joe. <laughs> I'm gonna take you there, Darson. The um, uh, you know, like the system here at Stakhanov uh, head headquarters, yeah. HQ. Um, stuff like the printer, stuff like the playout iPad, stuff like the uh, capture device that records our beautiful tones. Yeah. Right now, um, the system's changed over the past couple of years. So it's, you know, the, the, the things that worked about a year ago probably don't work now. Um, so we've had to update our documents and stuff. Yeah. Do you think the Constitution is fit for purpose nowadays? It just seems to me... Well, it's got full of amendments, of course. Yeah, I know, but like, just start again. Just go, look, this is how we're going to do things. Let's start with a new Constitution that works in 2019. Let's do it. Well, it's, it's, an, it's an interesting point because I, I've often thought that you take the Ten Commandments. People mm. talk about the Ten Commandments and say how they're amazing and mm. they're really kind of um, a great way to live and everything. And, mm. and it always makes me think, couple of things one is have you read the Ten Commandments because a lot of them are fucking irrelevant <laughs> right um, like thou shall not what is it thou shall not make unto thee any graven image yeah it doesn't really come up very often thou shall not covet neighbour's wife that's problematic <laughs> thou shall not covet neighbour's slaves or animals yeah again problematic exactly um, a couple of them are good thou shall not murder thou shall not steal um, remember the Sabbath day keep it holy yeah. so it's not really that relevant now. Well, and even then, there are 10 million different interpretations of those particular laws and 10, Quite. 10 million ways of writing them, which infers different meanings. And people, and people will say, oh yeah, but they're written by people in the Iron Age and everything like that. Mm. But that's not the point. The point is there are several people, probably millions of people in this world that live their by lives those, yeah. based on those things. And you can think of a better list of commandments in about five minutes. Mm. Treat people as you want to be treated. Be kind. Mm. Be generous. Be all, the, all these kind of things. So... Perhaps you're onto something there, but I would say the Constitution's got several amendments to it, and it it probably does work. It's, it was it was designed to be an imperfect document. Mm. It was designed to be knocked about and for people to argue about it and to let it be. That's kind of one of the cornerstones of American democracy, I think. But it only works, of course, I think, when you've got people in power and in place to implement it honestly and properly. And of course, that doesn't happen now, no, because it because America doesn't have elections; that has fucking auctions, and and that is hugely problematic. However. I mean, I would like people to get in touch and tell us whether you can do what Joe's suggesting you can do there. I don't want anyone to do it. Has anyone done it? That would be the next question. Mm. That would be the next question. Has anyone question. tested that particular thing? I'd like to be a test case. <laughs> um, if it goes well, I'm good. Yeah. If it goes bad, I'm going to be sentenced to death. Exactly. Um, so risk. there you go. High risk people. Interesting email though, nonetheless. Hugely. I would like to just have one commandment. That'll be a tit. I mean, that covers everything. That'd be a tit. That does cover everything. A bit rich. What do you mean? I'm not saying I'm following any of them. Well, hang on a minute. What? Sometimes you are a tit. Just because I've written them doesn't mean I have to 
you know, I'm just saying that the whole Christian faith can be summed up. Don't be a tit. That's that's. I mean, that squares away everything, really, doesn't it? Don't be a tit. Not really, because it depends on other people's interpretation of how you. Yeah, Some, but everyone's different, aren't they? Yeah, but what is what about cov- treat people? What is coveting? Treat people as you wish to be treated. What is? Yeah, don't be a tit. <laughs> yeah, right. You've condensed it down to four words. Yeah, uh, and, and, and we all know what this episode is going to be called this no, week. <laughs> no tittery. Yeah, yeah. Tit yeah. equals band. <laughs> tit equals bad. Uh, right, let's get out of here, Luke, because back we've got things Thursday. to do. We'll be back on Thursday with more uh, Luke and Peach. Your fun. See you in a bit. was a Stakhanov production. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.